Well, like it's an assumption. Don't assume. I know. You know what they say about assuming. You're making ass of me. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Welcome to the Blue Blocks Podcast, a podcast where we geek out about everything, especially Uptown Sacramento. I'm your host, Sheila. I'm your host, Sierra. And I'm your host, Jonathan. If you are new here, we record in the podcast studio inside Sector 7 Salon, and you can find the salon at Sector 7 Salon on Instagram and Sector7Salon.com. You can find us at the Blue Box Podcast on Instagram and email us at blueboxpod at gmail.com. So today, you've heard his wife... You know all about his stuff, but you're about to learn a little bit more. We have John Blair here in the studio. He is the co-founder and co-owner of Neverboard and founder of Graffiti for Good. What is up, my Hello. man? Hi. Hi, John. Hi. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. Yes, very welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about it. We're Yay. so excited to have you. You're a longtime um, resident of the boulevard, so we're super excited to hear all the goods you have to tell us. The sure. gossips. Yeah. The uh, juicy details. The juicy deets. Yes. Give us all the juicy stuff. <laughs> but before we get into that. A little bit. Sorry. You know what we like to do, Sierra. We got to fill them in on what's going on with the boulevard. Okay. <laughs> so first and foremost, one of the most exciting things to happen on the boulevard as of late since I arrived mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is Little Joe's is open. Finally. We are so happy, so grateful, I've so blessed. Legit, been there five times, twice by myself. I was gonna say five times, like a week. <laughs> like I, <can't, laughs> I keep texting because Sierra, like, well, I don't want to say how close she lives because I don't want yeah, showing up on her door. Don't dox me, please. But she lives very close to Little Joe's, <laughs> so I just be texting like, "I'm looking at you, like, come meet me." She's over like, here. "Sierra, I'm a Little Joe's." I'm like, "Sheila, I'm at home." <laughs> that actually happened. It, it did. did happen. <laughs> and I was like, "I, I meant like, come over here." <laughs> <laughs> she was gonna say that you were there, and then she goes, "I know." <laughs> I'm like, like staring through my blind. Uh, like, Sheila, uh, I see you too. See <laughs> <laughs> the next time she's there, she goes, "She goes, Sheila, you're at Little Joe's." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better watch out! Like I don't even tell her the like, minute I see her car pulling up. <laughs> it's gonna be a little spy game going on here. <laughs> Spy versus spy. So my problem with Little Joe's is I can't stop having breakfast because I don't believe in eating any, anything oh, other at a diner. Breakfast food is the That's best. Okay. So I've had a lot of just the breakfast stuff, but I've heard a lot about the um, French toast, Sierra. Mm. Oh, my God. Like okay. literally buzz up and down the street about the French toast. I didn't find out until I actually ate it. But like, I need y'all to know that I'm sacrificing my veganism for these meals because right. they do have eggs. French toast does have eggs. That's dedication. Straight up. It's so <laughs> good. They use like straight up French bread for this right. French mm-hmm. toast. It's not Texas toast. They're not messing around. Right. So they're like, not it, messing around. They literally, they like get the thing and slice it like cut. Baguette. Yes. I got like a plate of eggs, some potatoes and the French toast. And genuinely, like, they took a minute because they were super busy and we all ordered at the same time. And so it took a minute to get my potatoes and eggs to me. And I was like, take your time. I got my French toast. Like, okay. I'm not mad about it. Like, it was so good. Yeah. 
I think everyone except for one person in our party got the French toast. Yeah. No, I think I was the one person who did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's why they ran out. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got to get the biscuits and gravy there. Absolutely. I haven't heard. tried it. You wouldn't I will. know it. You know, yeah. the whole vegan. I'll like have like a little, I'll have <laughs> like a veganism. little bite of yours. Just like taste it. Yeah. No, but. it's r- the biscuits and gravy is where it's at. Keep it's banging. Mind. It's really good. With like potatoes, eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just all mm-hmm. Mix dipping. it all together, right? Yeah, you got to dip the potatoes in the gravy. And you know, you can like get an a abomination half order. in the center of the plate. Because I like to get whatever <laughs> breakfast I'm going to get and then like a half order of bis- biscuits totally. and gravy. Mm-hmm. I can eat all that. Bacon, eggs, potatoes, toast. Still have my toast. And a half order biscuits and gravy. Because worse come to worse, you Straight have up. another delicious meal later in the day. No, there's no mm-hmm. way I'm saving any of that. No. That's all. <laughs> You finish. It's all going in. You yeah. finish. You finish, you finish it. it. <laughs> breakfast, I don't believe, travels or keeps. Not very well. What are you going to heat up eggs? Yeah, no, no. it's it's it doesn't no. really. A breakfast burrito, 100%. maybe yes. right, it's because it right, has its own right. container. It's, you it's, can it's, <laughs> you're right Pop about it in that. The toaster oven. That's, you're good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That can happen. That can happen. But like biscuits and gravy. No. Especially if the gravy's already on the biscuits. Oh, you can't right. Do that. It's just. Just gotta have to make your own biscuits. Be like, can I just get the gravy to go? <laughs> Maybe they would probably do it for you. Probably. Yeah, they're really accommodating there. I've had like some. I have like weird breakfast tendencies. <laughs> I, I like my breakfast a very certain way, and they cater really well. So. Love that. Yeah. I want that, a shirt that says I have weird breakfast tendencies. But the break. I mean, maybe you make a whole line of like you can just add any word into that. Mm-hmm. I have weird blank, blank tendencies. tendencies. Breakfast tendencies is a good one. That's a solid one, though. Because, like, I can't even imagine what they are. You don't have to go into it. It would just have, like, a picture of a fish. (laughs) (laughs) That would just be it. That sounds like a really good, like, Fall Out Boy song. You know how they have, like, weird song titles? I have weird breakfast tendencies. (laughs) I had the burger and fries, cheeseburger and fries. It was delicious. Yeah, it was fat. Like, really good. Solid. John, the owner, super nice. He's always there. This guy's working too. He's yeah. cooking. He's busting tables. He's walking around. I've never seen him without a smile ever. Yeah, he's so nice. You know what I love about that place is like it is the quintess- quintessential. Yeah. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. Quint- <laughs> quintessential. There you go. It's <laughs> that diner <laughs> that you would expect of like classic Americana. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. It's got. It's got the front diner to it. Like yeah. even the way the building's shaped. Yeah. Um, that kind of corner building. Yeah. That corner. One hundred percent. It reminds me of the that it's a really famous painting of like a, a <gasps> right. guy in a, in a diner. It's like at night. Yes. The diner is lit. It's like lots of golden blues yeah. in the in the picture. Yeah, yeah. The dude's it's like, that feeling for yeah. sure. That's what oh, it is. Yeah. And so like just the feel of the building is worth going mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Let alone like the food being what it is. <laughs> that would be a good thing. Yeah. You got to find like one guy in the in the corner and like mimic little Joe's well, to right, look like right. that. I'd have to talk to John because his hours are not that late and the lights are off. That's fair. In the evening. So I'd have to see if he could come. Well, he could probably come. I'm sure of it. It is he winter lives so time. Close. And I think they actually. It gets dark op- at five. Yeah, and it also is dark at like six or seven o'clock in the morning. When they, so oh, that's true. Yeah, just get up just really early. Morning Ooh. time like that. It's a good idea. Well, and I like how John kept it like original because i think there were some people like no it needs to be updated no Mm -mm. because the thing is is like little joe's will always be iconic to this area right you're always going to get business because people know it it's been around forever and sacramento as a whole actually surprisingly enough i found i was downtown in like these different art shows and like somebody was selling a picture of little joe's sign like it was very strange it was like 
just the same viewpoint as if you were standing down below it looking up. Oh, and it yeah. was like $2,000. What? It was like a photograph what? of this sign. Like like it was some super yeah, vintage. Yeah, they're like, bro. This Did is- it sell? I, it was for it was for sale. I don't know if they actually sold it, but like wow. somebody valued right. a picture of that sign right. at two thousand dollars. Right, and that's it amazing. Was just like, yeah, and that it, is cool. It, but it is just like very indicative of this area. Yeah, yeah, that place right. needs and to it's be preserved. Known. Yeah. yeah. One hundred percent. He revamped the whole kitchen and the whole back side of it that you can't really see, but mm. he put a lot of money into that place just to right. keep it original on the outside front and clean right. it all up. Uh, he's got a patio that he can open up and add seating out there too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's just, exciting, man. Mm. To to have it outdoors. Yeah, right there that too. used to be a street going through, and then they blo- he they blocked it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was going right into that what? other neighborhood. Over you know, there. I've also heard that he wants to do something in the summer, like with a walk-up, um, like ice cream window. Ooh, Cute. where he just cool. does it in the summer months. Love that. Um, but you know, I think that maybe in the patio area or something, having just like you can just someone just mans that you can walk up and get ice cream. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That's yeah. a really good idea, actually. Mm-hmm. And then you can just do, you know, regular, like, go into the diner and get food or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to, like, go into the restaurant to get the ice cream. So, like, people, like, you know, get ice cream, go to the pool, get ice cream, go to the park, you know, whatever you're going to do. Anyway, Hell I'm yeah. like, super excited. It's a great addition to this place. And a yeah. diner, old, old-timey old diner is my favorite. Yeah. And it's a staple, honestly. Staples. Yeah. It, it was definitely heartbreaking when they when they closed up. Right. You know, it was one of those things like, oh, a little part of this place just kind of sunk. Mm -hmm. You know, same with Sammy's. Sammy's, like, I always felt was, it was still good diner food. And it's kind of the same, like, breakfast, Mm -hmm. lunch. Yeah. No dinner. I think they had dinner. I think they were open late. Like, originally, Little Joe's was open pretty damn late. And oh okay. They had. Um, it's more John. Just they were able to. So they were able to sell beer too because they had a. They had a beer license. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that transferred over to when John bought it, but right. should. It um, should. They should just give him a license if he doesn't have one. Yeah. That yeah. That business should be grandfathered into everything. It's really if he goes to more like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. right. Or like mimosas. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, I don't know. I don't know if you've been there, but there when it was open previously, they had like a core group of like. 10 older gentlemen that would mm-hmm. like be at that spot and that's mm-hmm. how they like wake up in the morning right right just go in and drink mm-hmm. a pot of coffee a piece right. and yeah. and order breakfast and right that's like their thing to do cash right. only yeah <laughs> that's what it was for it a was long cash time only that also mm-hmm. stopped me a lot because i guess i'm a lot more reliable or reliant on my debit card oh than i know I thought. right mm-hmm. right yeah yeah, great oh, business. Great business. We're so excited. So another cool business on the Boulevard Broad Room Collective, the Creative Beasties. Collective. They're doing a holiday art supply drive, Ooh. which is super cool. So it's kind of you can drop off your art supply donations for their free art supply closet. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they have businesses, business partners in Isaac, Midtown, R Street, Oak Park, Isaac, but here in North Sacramento, it's Burley's. Love it. So starting Friday, you can drop off these art supplies anytime during regular business hours. Mm-hmm. So cool. that's, that's really cool. Yeah, that's super yeah. cool. And we have multiple holiday drives going on on the boulevard. What was our other one? The toy drive, which... Her Universal Clothing Boutique yeah. was putting it on and they were trying to go to different businesses so they could actually have a box set up so people can donate gifts right. for kids in need mm-hmm. for Love Christmas. It. Keep an eye on both of those businesses so you know where to donate all your goods, help out our communities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else we got going on? We also, there's a pop-up, the vegan pop-up. We've been over there. 1837. Tell us about, didn't you get a... Tell Girl. us about that. 
girl. Okay, so now, so the guy who owns the business, his name is Pharaoh. He's super duper nice. He's really kind. And his food is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. So we went over there he's to like just e- kind of get. He's like easy on the eyes, too. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Okay? Logan, watch out. It doesn't Tell me more. <laughs> he's just super freaking cool. And so it's always nice. like a like a cool group of people hanging like around Like they're really there. friendly. You right. Know, like we'll just chat. So he has a couple of different people there that he supports as well. So he has a brand of like sea moss drinks, which are very good. I had mm-hmm. one of those. And mm-hmm. then some cookies and like other sweets like that that he makes himself. So he is like, he messages me directly on Instagram now to let me know whenever like something cool is going on, which bless you because I love food and I will always come and support the right. local businesses. <laughs> so he was letting me know that they had like bowls going on i love a bowl oh my god so i got there a little later in the day so the beans were already out so i didn't get any beans with it which is unfortunate because i heard they were delicious Uh but they were like just kind of like threw together like what i refer to as a garbage plate just like Mm -hmm. a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. in there and it it was hodgepodge yes like a perfect bowl with rice and you know the the jackfruit Mm -hmm. and mushrooms and it was so good and even when he has like barbecue jackfruit tacos and oyster burgers and it's oyster mushroom burgers Mm -hmm. um but the sauces are interesting freaking amazing so good everything that he makes is so so good the sweets that he had were really good Mm -hmm. like just everything on point it's a, and it's all just like he like it's like you order it because it's mm. like this tiny little pop up. Yeah, and he makes it right there. Where you like, like talking he's with like you. frying it up. It's right on the side between the Sac Youth Center and the 1913 Got Event it. That's Center. What I, yeah, the little black tent that pops yeah. up there every once in a while. It's, it's called the 1837 vegan. Does he, have, does he have set hours or times that he's yeah, going so to? 12 to 6 from game. Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. But the owner of the building is like, you need to show up on Fridays. Yeah. So he might be there Friday starting sometime soon, but we don't have a, like confirmation okay. on that. So just Monday through Thursday, 12 to 6 for yeah. now. Awesome. That's exciting. I like seeing little um, uh, parking lots and places yeah. like be yeah. activated. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's really what this area has yeah. going for it is mm-hmm. just like those spots and you can have something funky in there mm-hmm. and like just come out of nowhere right and like so if you just travel this boulevard like on a random day you'll mm-hmm. find something new 100 percent. Like, it, it can yeah it can you're like happen. what's that yeah totally <laughs> and so like that's that's actually where i feel like a lot of people like kind of miss out is like you don't stop off in those little one-offs and right. weird places where right. you find like magic happening so yeah they need to do that more and right. so it's it's nice to see because now like I've seen him right, right. and I should have just taken the opportunity right. and skirted the car right. over and awkwardly parked on the street right. so I yeah. could see what it was <laughs> right. but it's nice to know like how that well yeah. and that's yeah. what that, I think there. like so often is like sometimes you're like you see it and then we start talking about it you're like okay well, I'm gonna go there now right right and you know what's uh, John what you can also do is if you follow him on Instagram 1837 vegan vegan a lot like he posts like daily almost so it's a constant reminder to be like oh this is what we have today or we have specials or Mm -hmm. the bowls he was posting about so i think that's a a really good way to like keep it in your mind to be like what am i gonna get for lunch and then you see it pop up on instagram and i have a feeling that like i've never done this but like if you walked up and were just like fuck me up like give me the best thing you got like he just whatever he whips up is like amazing yeah he's been vegan for eight years yeah i think he said but like he used to be a firefighter and just he has a really cool story so he'll just like sit there and talk to you he's really just super cool really approachable yeah. like go eat his food yeah and that's 1837 vegan on Instagram. 1837 1837 he's got a new follower Ooh. <laughs> getting it there's also the taco pop-up that's across the street from that but that's at nighttime right, right. i haven't been over yet honest 
I haven't. Well, because I I fully this is a little bit rude, but like I assume they don't have any vegan stuff. Well, like it's an assumption. Don't assume. I know. You know what they say about assuming. You're making ass of me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that. Right. Exactly like that. I'm pretty sure that's it. So it's on the corner of Del Paso and Fairfield, across the street from Sunland Liquor, and also across the street from our friend at 1837. Right. So you'll be able to see it. It's like it's like red-ish tents. Yeah. My problem is like it's always when I'm like going home and I'm like, I just want to go home. Yeah. You know, when when I see them, because I think they're just up for dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to like learn how to skateboard again or something because like I no. fully I'm like in my car I'm like well I don't want to flip like seven UEs and like it's wear a helmet buy a scooter I wear a scooter game scooters bicycles skateboarding this area is the way to do it right it yeah. just is that's because the like, parking is never great well I mean we blow doors on downtown if you're trying to go somewhere to eat downtown and <laughs> right. you're driving there like you're it's paying for a parking pain in the yeah. ass to park yeah, yeah definitely. It, it is a pain mm-hmm. right so like we blow doors on downtown in that aspect right totally like, it is very car friendly right and it's historic route 40 so okay you know like check us get to out. drive something historic exactly. but at the same time like our sidewalks here and it's a straight shot yeah strange thing about north sacramento like if you stand on one side of it and that or just Del Paso Boulevard, you stand on one side of it, you can see like all the way right. down like 10 blocks. Yeah. Yep. And there, you'll just see somebody on the sidewalk and they're the size of like half an ant down yeah. there. <laughs> and yes. there's someone out on the sidewalk five blocks down. Uh-huh. It's just, it's actually a really uh, interesting Yeah, there's no obstruction. Yeah. yeah, there isn't. There isn't. <laughs> Which also makes for really good bike riding, mm-hmm. um, good um, skateboarding. That's how I got used to the area was I would right. just skate the sidewalks here because mm-hmm. there's really good sidewalks to do that in yeah mm-hmm. i don't know about your scootering though like, no that I've, thing's too fast on the sidewalk. he's on the, the road popping up lately and i, I scooter on the road i don't yeah. scooter on the sidewalk you should yeah. always scooter on the road and he's also wild with it too like if there's like nobody in the in street traffic. he's like wow <laughs> that's how i skateboard <laughs> i do the same thing especially if you're like in, like downtown like i would go down there mm-hmm. for that i can mm-hmm. travel as fast as a car yep because right because they're stopping at red lights and you can just go right through them Yep, shouldn't, yep, yep. but we do anyway. Right. <laughs> You're supposed to follow the rules of the road, John. I don't know. It's not a motorized vehicle. So it's how true. does like... Well, bicycles are supposed to... As long as you're not dying, you're doing okay. Okay. Uh... Anyway, there's trivia at King Kong on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, so as always. <laughs> as always. I'm sorry. I, I may be the worst guest on your podcast. Like, there's oh, no, a reason no, no, why no, I have no, never no. bored is because, like, I'm in multiple different... Right. Like, I, I will push... Um, into different oh, conversations. Yeah. And You're fine. No worries. Places. That's what the podcast is all about. We too, like, well, I also want to point you. out to our listeners that John's already been here for like almost two hours. Yeah. It and is currently like past 3.30. We've talked been here since 1.30. The entire time going to all types of tangents. That's all how it is on the tangents. boulevard, baby. We just, it's like a little fam over here. Um, So J- Jonathan, please. Yeah. Um, please we'll, tell us we'll about continue King on Kong. here a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We have, like we said on the last one, we have a few new beers out. We have a new wheat beer called Exotic Lush. It's 4.6%. It has key lime, passion fruit, and guava in it. Uh, we have a new porter called uh, Our Offering. And that is, uh, has, it's a mole porter. It has uh, cinnamon, clove, chili, chocolate, and cumin, like, flavors to it and we also have a single west coast ipa that is pretty high abv 7.5 and it's very hoppy and danky and delicious 
And on December 18th, uh, we have our four-year anniversary party, and we'll have more information to come on that, um, but we're still planning it. So, But we'll have four beer releases from all our collaborations, one with uh, Heretic Brewing. I'm not sure if the Black Dog one is going to come our way, but we also have Anderson Valley Brewing, the other one, Moxa Brewing, we just did this last week. Okay. And we have an alt beer with New Glory. Oh, New Glory, yeah. So, so the party, that's like any, we can all go to that. Yeah, it's open to the public. <laughs> like, I just want to make sure I can attend. Yeah, I'm like, I, is it a gala? Like, do I wear <laughs> my gala? Be a dress code? <laughs> it's going to be a little party, and we're going to have a DJ playing and stuff like that. So just come out and hang out and uh, drink enjoy some beer. Our, drink some beer and enjoy and drink some new beers. We have four released mm-hmm. on that day. Hell yeah. So it'll Very be cool. good. So let's get into our interview with John. Yeah, and so far you already know that I hate downtown traffic. Unlike <laughs> <laughs> like the way that the grid is set up. I really enjoy the sidewalk here in North right. Sacramento. So, uh-huh. like, what else do you want to know? <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, like, like um, I should have sent you these get-to-know-you questions, although they're really easy. Ooh. Oh, so, oh, this is fresh. Okay, so first question, what is the farthest you've traveled? They're not, like, saucy or anything. <laughs> I, I can't. Good thing this is a podcast because you made me blush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The furthest I've traveled? Um can't tell which one's further. So I've been to the Bahamas. Ooh. I've been to Alaska. Ooh. Ooh, hell yeah. Oh, that one's I'm jealous. Oh, you have family there. You've yeah. been there? Yeah, Wasilla is where my family <coughs> oh, wants puts down roots. Okay. And we went to uh, Sitka. Hell yeah. yeah really kind of off the grid. Well, not yeah, they're well, on the grid, but like they're super far out there. Yeah, badass fishing trip. It was, uh, yeah, that's about, I guess it's further than the Bahamas. I don't know. It's central yeah. California. Like, oh no, you'd probably have to like well, map where, that where out. Where are the Bahamas? Oh, there's a big map behind you. Is it like down? Cent- in it's Florida. central. Central? Yeah. Alaska's yep. probably farther. Oh, Alaska yeah. Alaska looks farther. Look at Alaska up there. It's so gorgeous. It's freaking huge. You never realize how huge it is until you get like a non-biased Also, map. like, why isn't it part of Canada? <laughs> I guess. Manifest destiny. I don't know. Like, what is that? I just don't understand <laughs> how America is like here and they're like, no, 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 but also right here. Like That's because it is a badass place and we like to wanted own it. all the badass places. <laughs> that's true. true. Yeah. All the unexplored stuff, America's like, that's me. Alaska is beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. It was one of those places where it was yeah, unadulterated right. beauty. Yeah, I it bet. Was, it Truly, was and everything nice. is like in your grill 24-7. Yeah. Not yeah. like literally, I mean also in your grill because people eat everything up there. But <laughs> but you hear a lot of people like saying they want to retire and they'll end yeah. up in like Florida. Yeah. Or like, I mean, we live in California, so we're kind of blessed by that sense. But yeah. like if you're on the East Coast, like you're going to retire in California mm-hmm. or Florida. But since we live in California, I'll probably retire in Alaska. Yeah, that'd be dope. Like it feels a little is. cold for my retirement, personally. Well, I want to be warm. If depending on where you are, the coldest it'll get is like um, depending on where you are. Like Alaska's a super cool place. I know, but it's really cool. It is super cold. It's too north. Certain times of the year, they have sunshine like twenty three hours a day. I doesn't yeah. mean it's warm though. It's but like the sometimes the like the warmest it'll get is like seventies, like basically but then like the coldest it'll get in some places is like freezing so like you just got to kind of like be towards canada and i guess it does depend on how Mm -hmm. much money you have Mm -hmm. because it certainly makes like alaska (laughs) a lot more inviting oh yeah i saw a property up there it was the most brilliant thing ever this they had a huge like mansion on the on the ocean and then their backyard had like 
probably about 100 yards of ocean, and they had their own island out back behind it. They Mm -hmm. then also had their own helicopter pad (laughs) and their their own, like, uh, runway for Mm. for a... uh, Oh, like a little for an plane? airplane, right? And then they had kayaks and stuff, of course, all oh, back yeah. behind it, to where they could kayak to their own little island. Right. They had like uh-huh. a little Swiss Family Robinson thing going <laughs> on there, tree houses and wooden rope bridges and right. stuff. And oh, it was yeah. just like that, sounds, that is the way to I go, could do man. That. Right? If, if you, you have can. the money, especially yeah. compared to California, there the real estate is cheap, mm. and you can do whatever you want with it. That's right. why my family moved. There's up like there. no rules. My family had like a plot, a plot of land in the middle of a forest. Like you look out and a. <laughs> this actually happened when I was there for vacation one time. We looked out the window and like a goose, no, god damn it, a moose belly <laughs> was just like right outside the window. A goose belly? <laughs> a full goose belly and under that was a moose belly. A geist? Like a baby moose was oh. tall enough for the oh, belly god. of it to reach the yeah. top of the window. Moose? I was like, what? And like Mises? you see them in the middle of the road all the time. Like Our it's plural just beautiful. Moose, I don't think so. Mises are terrifying. Mooses? I don't want to get anywhere near a meese. They're huge and beautiful (laughs) and wonderful. I think the plural is still the same as the singular Uh-oh. on that. That's, a, that's unfortunate. They mooses, are just moose. That's mooses. Yeah. No, a ge- meese? Come geese. on. That's cute. <laughs> I it's will a mix say, between a moose and a geese. <laughs> I found out that octop- octopus, octopi? octopus is octopuses. You said octopus. But like octopus, <laughs> the octopus, plural of octopus is octopuses. That is proper. No way. Octopus. Because of the roots. Really? No yeah, I was no trying way. to that out recently. Because <laughs> yeah. I lied to all through school because it was always octopi, wasn't it? They, that's what people octopi. say, but I don't think that that's like not the proper dictionary. Well, we need to. I mean, I, I, my phone's research. about to die, so I can't be the one to look it up. But somebody proved me wrong. Okay, what's this? <laughs> the second question. What's this that we're literally talking about? <laughs> Plural octopi. Yeah, I, somebody I asked the second you, we, question. We will tangent this whole entire interview. Well, the story Alaska's cool freaking cool okay yes. you, 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 the two that's times. why i don't drink that's beer twice. when we're doing the podcast <laughs> she's not you're welcome we already talked about this podcast being pg-13 she's not you were allowed only one f-bomb i take it every time PG-13. it's mine every time uh i don't have the questions up you might have to ask them all uh, oh. number two is what is your favorite breakfast cereal that one's got me torn mm-hmm. okay let's hear this about is it the talk it out talk one. it out part of me wants like the little kid in me really wants tricks Mm. Okay. Tricks. Mm. I like those, tricks. like like super yeah. um, kid tested, mother approved. Yeah, but like the fake tasting fruity Barely. cereal. Oh right. Like the stuff that's just bad for you. Yeah. And really fit like like grape soda, orange soda. Like Lucky that. Charms. Yeah. Well, not necessarily Lucky Charms. That's the marshmallows. Mm-hmm. That one you can be a kid and adult to have. It's like, <laughs> marshmallows but then you can you can also eat just the grain cereal that's all right mm. right right but right. like part of me wants like that really synthetic tasting uh, fruit cereal mm-hmm. like tricks or like uh fruity pebbles mm-hmm. right like that that's all that's always but no i'm i'm an adult and <laughs> the sugar content just like makes me hurt something awful right right so i guess like overall since i ate it as a child and i still eat it now would be 
Crispix. Hmm. Is that the one that has like it's like checks? It's kind of like checks, yeah, but it's but like it has corn one on one side and, and then weed on the other. And then weed on the and other. Rice on the other. Pretty sure what? it's wheat. Wheat and corn. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Crispix? I've never heard of this, bro. Crispix is bomb. What's the mascot? Crispix. Mm, it's the, <laughs> the mascot. <laughs> it's an adult cereal. <laughs> Wait, tricks is the rabbit, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not tricks I, are for kids. Silly rabbit, tricks yeah. are for kids. That's right. I a uh, kid tested, mother approved is um kicks kicks yeah i right. love kicks but uh, kicks is like the little balls yeah yeah tricks yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. just the colored balls now it is but it used to be little fruit shapes oh that's right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay that's it do you remember the tricks yogurt i yeah, do that was delicious yeah so good actually speaking of colored bald cereal i just had uh <laughs> like i bought this they had speaking it down colorful here balls. <laughs> oh okay okay crispix Crispix. Yeah, crispix. Yeah, they're Does bomb. it say corn, rice, or wheat? You get into so the ingredients. Corn and rice. Corn ah. and rice. It's been a minute since I've had them, yeah. but like when you ask me my favorite, like all time cereal, it would be probably and with brown sugar too. No white sugar Ooh, on it, but brown hell sugar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah crunchy like, corn on one side and rice. I like crisp rice on the other. Mixed with wow. grape nuts. Mm. I heard this grape nut infinity that you had. <laughs> she literally is like inceptioning herself every time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just sprinkle it on. Just try it. That's all I'm asking. So back okay, to that please. Um, uh, colored bald cereal. Is <laughs> right, that? Right. Um, they had it down here at the um, the new store, or I still call it a new store, but it's the grocery there. outlet. Yeah, the grocery outlet. Mm-hmm. So they had an influx of Captain Crunch Oops All Berries, oh. and oh, we, yeah. were, we were down. There was like two bucks for like. <laughs> The family bag. side, <laughs> right? Yep, yep. And so I and I was there with my son. I'm like, all right, you've never had Oops All Berries. Like, I'm gonna buy you Oops All Berries. <laughs> and so we bought it. I took it home. Uh, you know, I got my spoon and milk out and was just like, all right, we're gonna sit together and eat a bowl of this. And I thought <laughs> oh, it was gonna be the best thing ever. Yeah. He really liked it. You know, it's, yeah. it's seven so sugar cereal was good right, for him. Right. I had the worst stomach ache. <laughs> I'm like, now I don't know why I just eat sugar cereal all day. Long. Right, right, right. So, and the, then it became a running joke like, oops. Oops. All day. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oops. All right. Um, do you have a favorite superhero? No, yeah, we're talking. Um, Wolverine was my was oh, my yeah. go to growing up. Love it. Love but you it. Can't, like, I collected comic books, so like I had lots of different superheroes yeah. that were mm-hmm. influential. Batman, Spider Man a lot. Peter Parker was dope. Hell yeah. Well, we do know that John's beautiful wife, Ten, bought him a piece of art here at Sector 7. Oh, the Wolverine art? That was for you? Oh, yeah. Which was Sick. done by Shotzi or uh-huh. Hildy June. Mm-hmm. Logan's mom. Mm-hmm. Here. Um, so anyway, so, and that's, I love that piece of art. Which I actually just picked up my other favorite, Deadpool. That's right. He got oh, another one from Hildy June. Yeah. Deadpool. Those fourth wall breaks in those comic books. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was the way nice. to go. Love a good fourth wall break. Yeah. But yeah, Wolverine's a solid. I think he's like a fa- like a fan favorite, obviously. Oh, for sure. Yep, same here. For sure. My Ever favorite. since that trailer came out where Ryan Reynolds was like on the side of the bridge, like that, that clip in the movie. Ever since that trailer came out, it was like. Is that the one where he makes fun of it? 
kind of. Do you remember the animated version of that? Besides, it was literally about the same, but all the fight scene in the actual vehicle down when he drops down below was all just 3D characters. It wasn't real people. Oh, really? Yeah. That makes sense. Sorry, random facts. (laughs) No, I feel like that movie was like largely CGI because of all the crazy shit that Deadpool does. Like, he is so good. I just love Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. It's like a comfort movie for me. Like, I'll put that on to fall asleep. Yeah, I'm glad they made it in the time that they did and they didn't try and do it in like the 80s or the 90s because the CGI was at the right point in time where they could accomplish some of those You're so right. And it would have been so different without Ryan Reynolds doing it. He's perfect to play that character. And the humor is perfect for the time, I think. Mm -hmm. It was just like the the perfect storm to make it possible. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what surprises me about some of those that they didn't want to make a rated R yeah. Uh, like comic book movie right. and it's like what are you smoking because rated R comic book movies are like what everybody who reads comic books or read comic books as a mm-hmm. kid want to see yeah. right because like we're older now yeah and right. that, now we want to see like like I'm sorry but the, the new Venom movie coming mm-hmm. out with Carnage let there be carnage. Yeah. That thing automatically should have been rated oh, R or right. X. But the thing is, is that they're going. Uh, it should have been X rated. Like if you read some of those comic books, he's just like chomping off little kids' heads. Oh, yeah, really? carnage like, is oh, yeah, literally he is like pure rage and violence incarnate. He is just so visceral and nasty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. So absolutely. are the Venom movies that they make? Because I haven't seen them. Are they PG thirteen? They're PG thirteen yeah. and like they're, they're PG thirteen in content though yeah. as well. They are good. Yeah. I just want to see more blood and guts because that's what the characters call for. Mm -hmm. I remember watching those or reading those books and then like 10 at the time (laughs) reading reading Venom. I'm like, I can't believe like my book. You're like, someone lets me read this? Yeah, my my parents, like they didn't hide anything from me growing up. I watched rated R movies growing up with, Mm -hmm. with them in the room sort of deal. But at the same time, like it was one of those I could obviously tell it was not for my age bracket. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And definitely. so, like, I, I expect to see that, like, you know, the same thing on screen. So mm-hmm. when you're telling me there's a Carnage movie coming out, I'm going, like, cool, that should push the boundary between R and right. X. I've been waiting yeah. for, for Carnage to come out since I was, like, since they started making the first X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, like, I was like, all right, well, cool. Now I want to see, you know, Spider-Man and I want to see Venom and right. I want to see Carnage. I've been waiting for those ones to come out. You're going to tell me it's PG-13. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They got to appeal in you Marvel or Disney. To that wider Do audience. <laughs> see, that's the thing. <laughs> Do like, better. <laughs> Do better. And in, in cons and in nerdy world in general, like something to age into is what is severely lacked. Like they have tons of stuff like chosen one coming of age stuff, like young kid stuff. But like as you get from like your 20s to your 30s, 40s and 50s, like there's there's a huge lack of stuff to age into. Mm-hmm. And I think like X-rated movies and things like that. And it doesn't even have to be like like exploitative or sexual or anything like that. But right. like something just crazy that like yeah. only it's like called carnage. For just a right. Reason. Like right. violent and bloody. Yeah. Like yeah. hello. Yeah. I think that is a good point. I want some viscera. <laughs> I want some nasty stuff. Yeah, they should push the boundaries and and yeah. honestly like i get it you got to make money in the theaters because only teenagers are going to theaters now right. like adults have typically like sit inside and order yeah, they it pay on for HBO, streaming. hbo right and, and they're doing that and i get it you need to make that money mm-hmm. but at the same time what they should have done in my opinion is they should have made the movie 
rated X to begin with and just cut out some of those grotesque parts and then offer a PG-13 in theaters. Yes. Don't just make it PG-13, make it X and then and then cut those parts out so that kids can still watch it in theaters. Right. That way everybody's happy. Yeah. You have your core group of people who want to see that rated X film yeah. that can we can stream that in, into our houses and pay right. for that content and then you can have the teeny boppers go to the sorry, go to the <laughs> go to the theater and, PC. and watch it. And then well then you get <laughs> double money too because yeah, then they're like go. oh man there's an x-rated version of this we gotta buy that too on the streaming services totally. you get double money that yeah. way a lot of these movies that are coming out into right. theaters right <laughs> Disney. a lot of these movies that are coming out into theaters uh basically are strictly in theaters you can't get them on amazon or hbo or anything right now that's i do love a good theater experience so i'm not too mad about that yeah yeah my son is just now getting to the age where like we're gonna go love to it. like ah! theater for the first time so ghostbusters may be like his first i'm seeing it tomorrow Cute. first Tamaris. Love it. Okay, what's the next question? What is your What is your hometown? <laughs> I was uh, born and raised in Stockton, California. Hmm. Oh, nice. Stockton is you that know, what we call Stocktown? <laughs> um, is that a thing? No, I just <laughs> is it? I made it up. I don't think so. Stockton. I've, I've heard it before, <laughs> but it's not cool. I've never heard anyone claim it. <laughs> <laughs> Sacktown. It's not like a tattoo or anything. Oh I'm my sure God. it is on somebody. <laughs> It's gotta be. Stockton. It's gotta be. Yeah, I've seen. Some so ridiculous Stockton is is super close. Love Stockton. Yeah. Um, so you still have family there? Well, 35, 40 minutes away. Yeah, yeah I do. So bad. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I'd be coming home from like Anaheim, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that drive. You know, on the five. Oh, the rough. You one, hit Stockton. Yeah. I felt like I was home. You know, I'm like, like I'm uh, so close, bro. Uh, like as soon as I get it. to Stockton. So anyway, like already felt like you were in yeah, Sacramento. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm already at Stockton. I mean, it's, I'm yeah. practically in Sacramento right now. Yeah, it's normally a drive through city for most people mm-hmm. especially if you're going like sacramento or northern california to la right it's that, mm-hmm. you know you it's, drive all, through, yeah. it's like five exits on, right. on highway uh, or on i-5 mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. that one you just kind of drive through and not really want it has a reputation for not one you really want to stop yeah but at. it's got a right, really right. cute uh little downtown area yeah like river district don't they uh yeah uh well that was let's see during the early 2000s they started building Mm -hmm. that out a lot yeah there's a movie theater down there right and there's a couple other businesses uh downtown's pretty active i didn't spend a lot of time downtown we're on the outskirts Mm -hmm. i suppose yeah in the burbs yeah no not necessarily what what stockton (laughs) does have going for it is it it has uh, a lot of levees and it's got like uh it's got some it, because it's like right next. It's actually here's a fun fact. It's the most inland port in California. Really? So port it's known Stockton. as yeah. Port City. Oh, so okay. like uh, it's it's like if you were to come and drop goods into California and you wanted them inland, you would be able to reach it. Uh, really? Through Stockton. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's yeah. nickname is Port City. So you can get from the ocean into in, Stockton, to Stockton, all the way into Stockton. Do they pass Stockton when they come That's into the port of Sacramento? Wild. That's a good question. Out in Wesak. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm not a seaman. <laughs> <laughs> why is that the funniest word? Because we're twelve. Like, I don't why? know. Like, why? Like, is it because we're immature? Like, I, I think so. Why did they name up. them that? Uh, don't name someone kid. a seaman. <laughs> Don't do it. I couldn't tell you that answer. You'd probably have to ask someone who mans a boat. Or <laughs> yeah, they are called that semen. Size. That's a true Stop statement. Stop saying that word. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you collect anything? <laughs> I collect art. Mm-hmm. I'm an art connoisseur. I love collecting like uh, small or lesser known artists. 
And then uh, got a growing collection of street art that I like to have. Yeah, that's probably it. So how do you collect street art? Meet the street artists and buy pieces from them. Hmm. There you Very go. cool. Sick. Yeah. That's it. Or gift. There's a lot of times like within like graffiti community or street art community that you kind of just trade pieces. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they used to do it like back in the late 80s and through the mm-hmm. 90s and stuff pre-internet. Yeah. It's like you your business card. Share your piece. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like that. But you would like mail people like like uh, pieces or photographs of your right. stuff and just kind of like a. Uh, Kind of like baseball cards. Yeah. Like trade them back and forth sort of deal. Do you um, feel like street artists would this like get into any of like that NFTs? Is that what they're called? Yep. Oh, yeah. Non-fungible tokens. <laughs> is that something like mm-hmm. street artists would get into? Like, what? It's huge right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. I could see like really well-known artists getting into it. But like for, for smaller people, do you think that it's is it like branching down that it's, much? It, yeah, it's becoming much more acceptable. I think I just saw an ad on Instagram saying like, take any of your Instagram uh, photos and turning them into NFTs. Mm-hmm. Like it's becoming so accessible now. Right. That, that, like, that at some point it's like not, it's going to be worthless or something. I don't know the future. But John, you are an artist. Mm-hmm. So uh, what kind of art do you do? Like what kind of medium? Mediums? Mediums? Mediums. That's kind of, it's, kind <laughs> of, it's, a, it's a tough question. Uh, right now, uh, I've been working in ink and paper mm-hmm. a lot personally. I mean, I was influenced by comic books growing up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I would always draw comic book characters and things right. of that sort. So, like, I was sketching and doing, you know, going from uh, pencil to, to ink and doing mm-hmm. those things. And I found myself just really loving the medium of ink right now. Yeah. So I do a, a series of black and whites. It's really kind of a loaded question to me because I tend to work on things that obviously like how this conversation goes, it's very tangent. Right. So like I do a number of different things. I have oil painting mm-hmm. or I work in acrylic. I'm really, I guess the best way over the years that I've been able to sum myself up is I am a bastard of the arts. Love it. Is I if, love I, that. if I just see something that I want to make, right? Um, I don't care how I get there or what medium mm-hmm. that I use right. in order to get there. Mm-hmm. Is that I'll use anything that I that I want or can, cool. whatever I can get my hands on right. in order to make what I want. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right now it. I'm really enjoying ink and paper, but as you can see, I came and passed you out stickers. I right. work digital as well. Yeah. I mean, that's my, my bread and butter and that's what we typically do is like logos and mm-hmm. more on the graphic design right. part of it. But artwork, um, I typically keep very much to myself. I, mm-hmm. I've only sold a handful of pieces. Oh, okay. Just because um, you don't want to. Yeah, that's how I make... I, I still have my expression right. mm-hmm. of myself. I love it. I don't yeah. put it out for sale because mm-hmm. uh, selling stickers and other other people's art has been like how I've right. been able to do that. Meanwhile, I keep the art for myself. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's cool. I like that. It's kind of selfish. Uh, and in fact, that's one of the <laughs> things that this next year i'll be actually coming out with like the past year's works and showing in a couple of different galleries oh cool Sick. promoting myself more as as an artist right i mean i've been creating pieces for years and years i just haven't like gone out and actively shown in right. places so mm-hmm. hopefully i'll have a couple shows here coming up cool awesome that's great Hella cool i love to it be involved in so, I mean, we can just, like, continue on with... Well, we haven't touched the zombie apocalypse question. Oh, I'm so sorry. What is oh, that? snap. <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse comes, uh, what would be your weapon of choice? No guns. No guns. No guns? No, no guns. guns. Wait, what What if it's, like, a 
I was potato watching. Gun? If it's like an improvised <laughs> weapon, <laughs> we'll do. It's so an air-powered rifle. We will accept improvised weapons, but not like you go to a store and grab a gun. Yeah, because it's just too easy. Right. Okay, I was watching. Uh, this is. Okay. I was watching Pawn Stars, okay. and they had like a pistol. <laughs> That like it also had like a bayonet attached right. to it. Uh-huh. Does that count? I think so because they do make gun, guns with bayonets. It's still a gun. Still a gun. It's still, still a gun. Right. But I mean, if you were like, I'm gonna get a potato gun and like attach a dagger to it. Like if you like, the if rents, you want to craft a gun, I guess sight. that point that counts. <laughs> but um, the potato would, gun is solid though. Right? I mean, <laughs> we've we've heard like I need some swords. more clarification on the question before yeah. I actually okay. answer. Are these fast zombies or slow ones? Ooh. Like, are they We're, like Shaun of the Dead question. zombies where they're like dumb? Do-ga, 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 There's do-ga. a zombie in what? the garden. Yeah, or, I think this was based off of Walking Dead. Like, this was kind of your inspiration for the question. Or like, right? what's your favorite zombie movie? Do you like ah. when they? Do you prefer when they move slow, or do you like you think zombie movies? I just mentioned it. Shaun of the Dead is like that's that's my zombie. The movie, movie cracks me the hell. Hello, too. It cracks me up. Yeah, that movie's brilliant. So yeah. I, it's so good. I would, based on your favorite zombie movie, however they move there. Mm. Well, if I'm playing in that realm, it would be a cricket bat. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That, that is works. solid, honestly. Yeah. A cricket bat, maybe put some barbed wire around it. Yeah, maybe, well, I, I don't know. See, the barbed wire, you start attaching stuck. flesh. Like, I know. It starts like, it getting g- stuck in it. Get a little yeah. messy. And it doesn't dig in as deep like to actively. Yeah, because like, it's almost like creating a barrier for you to get in there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you want a flat, hard surface. Or a very sharp one. Of course, katana is like the like, yeah. super go-to answer. Right, right. Mop off heads Mine was a metal softball bat. Because yeah, that yeah. Hits, you can explode ahead with that, for yeah, sure. and it'll last a lot longer. <laughs> and it'll last a lot longer than a wood bat. Right, yeah, right. True. Yeah, wood bat. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> I have no. I idea. don't know if we did. We ever answer him? I, I did. Don't I don't know about you. I don't know. Well, then, what's yours, Sheila? Ooh, flips it around. <laughs> I'll probably. I want something. Probably what Daryl has, like the crossbow, crossbow. or something. If, right. I, but in, but in this fantasy, mm-hmm. I have. The ability and accuracy to use it. Do you have yeah. fast or slow zombies? <laughs> slow. You have slow yeah. ones. Right. For Preferably sure. slow. Definitely for like sure. heck of slow. <laughs> and dumb. Can power walk past them. <laughs> right. Because I don't want to be anywhere. I don't want to have to get close with a knife or a sword or a bat. Mm-hmm. No. I'm like back in the tree like. Pa-pa, pa-pa, pa-pa. <laughs> right. Like that. Right. Because like that that question, if you're like have the zombies from like 28 days later, mm-hmm. like those, those where are they're super like, fast, or like Z- World War Z, yeah. yeah, where they're just like hauling F ass at you, or like, like Marvel's What If, no, God forbid, because yeah. that's a different weapon. That is, you know what I mean? Like a cricket bat's not gonna fly no. in that scenario. Honestly, any of those is we should just like throw the no guns out and get machine guns. All of us. Well, straight up, like and learn how to make bullets. If guns are allowed, I am. Sticking with straight up just something easy to carry, easy to shoot, and powerful, but no guns, like a moat of acid around whatever place what? I'm in. How can you call that a weapon? It's a creatures. It's a medieval style. I agree. It is a defensive mechanism. I like that because now you're not even killing people with your own hands. 
Yeah, and I'm just You're be such like a pacifist. Somebody's I, like, ooh, water, and then they don't jump wrong, in there and they're dead. I have a lot of repressed <laughs> rage, but like I can get that out, being like, ha, 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 like as the zombie falls. Into I want the like a tank. <laughs> there you go. That's actually that was what going if you to just be my drive answer. over zombies. Yeah, if, if, if yeah, that's really were, good. Were I love that. On the table, a tank is where it's at. Yeah. right there. Yeah, I mean, totally. the only you could always get an old school cannon. The only the only problem with a tank though is you have to get gas. Yeah, it's true. And how a much hummer, gas? A Hummer with like one of those train like scooper things. Oh yeah, and solar panels unlim- on top. Yeah, exactly. So it's electric exactly. powered. Unlimited Honestly, power. Logan and <laughs> I fully <laughs> talked because he has like a V10 diesel, yeah. like S- S- SUV. Yeah, is doing that scoopy bit, mm-hmm. and then bars on the windows, and then right. you diesel, just need to get the, like, the metal, the corrugated metal from here, put that on the front yeah. of it in layers. But Done. can't you like put vegetable oil in like diesel engines? You can do, yeah. Do you have to convert yeah. it first? About you can cars? do, uh, what, are, what are they, uh, biodiesel. Yeah, you can oh. make that off of corn and stuff like that. You know, we'll just and, go around uh, to like Carl's Jr.'s and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, and all the like grease, they're still going to be in grease. operation. It's like you distill the grease that comes out of like oh, all the I fast can. food places. Well, that's not happening in the zombie apocalypse. Cool, cool. You could, we can create the brewery into a distillery. Come on now. But I mean, like, <laughs> hey. how, how mobile do you need to be? I mean, it's just... Because like a weapon is is one thing. So if I if I chose huh. a katana, it doesn't necessarily matter how mobile I am. If I'm just trying to like defend myself, right? Just right. like uh, keep like keep your ground. Yeah, because if I was just looking into any kind of vehicle, like mm-hmm. a helicopter, of course. Right, <laughs> like, right. That's just what it is. Have yeah. you ever like Bill Burr? Do you listen to Bill Burr? Yeah. How he talks about that? He's like trying to learn how to fly a helicopter because when the zombie, he just wants to be like, uh, like he just wants to go up. Uh-huh. He's, he's not trying to like hit the roads or anything like no. that. He's like, I'm out of here. Yep. That's the best Straight way up. to go. Yeah, yeah but helicopters yeah. always yeah. in a zombie movie, every zombie movie, a helicopter goes down, bro. It does. It always goes yeah. down. Yeah. You just got to be going out to that property that you saw in Alaska. There zombies go. aren't going to be able to move up there. It's too cold. Yeah. And that's Is why that I, truth? They're zombies. Well, you I should mean, also like, remember. There's hardly people. So <laughs> that's, that's fair because like rigor mortis clearly isn't a thing with zombies. <laughs> you should also remember that sometimes the other people are the bigger world. No, oh all God. the time. All the time Jonathan, they are the bad guy. <laughs> this is my number one complaint about Walking Dead. I'm like, where are the zombies? This is now just a soap opera against a group A, group B, group we'll C, see, group D. That's all it would circling, turn into. Circling back to how mobile well, do you need to be. We are the Walking Dead. You really only <laughs> need to be mobile for the first month or so until all the people are turned or just regular. And then like you build a system because everything's going to go to hell Yeah, for the but first you build month. one thing and then someone comes to try to take it. But, but if you are like, you mobile for a month, right? And then you like build something and then like you only need to be mobile for another month. So like months at a time, you only need to be mobile for for like one month at a time. So like you got to keep that in your head. Mm -hmm. And the tank is good to have like, because you can like, um, you know, collect some Straight gas. up, if you have a tank, people are going to want to join your team. They're not going to want to fight a tank because you can't fight a tank. You either get run over or you get shot. How yeah, many- but when you have when you get to where the zombies aren't a factor anymore, then you're looking at the humans just wanting to... The humans. The <laughs> regular non-zombie people wanting, <laughs> wanting to just have what you have. So right, there is right. a fine line there. Of See, like, that's you what I don't like. more rich, and if you do, like, you got to have a badass crew right. that's going to help you protect all of your guys' 
collective thing. You just got to have like a united front. It's like parents, you know, like you can't be going against each other in front of the kids. You got to like, be like, why united can't everybody front. have a little bit of something? Why That's... in the zombie movies? Why in the show? Does it always I appreciate like that. With the I love how passionate she is. I appreciate that. And I agree with you, but that's not how people work. People are greedy by nature. Seven deadly sins, my man. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, why don't we do it now? Yeah. I mean, Preach it. Preach it. But that's because, like, if everything it's goes... It's just, I think what it, it makes me, it bums me out because if everything goes to crap, mm-hmm. right? Everything. If people are dying. The government falls. There's nothing left. You would just hope that people would be like, oh, you're another living, breathing person. Let's help each other. You would think so. Yeah. I, I think... And I'm optimistic. I, I would think that that would be the case. Mm-hmm. I hope that case is still true right, right now. Right. On the though. boulevard, just come to Sector 7 because Sheila's <laughs> running the business here. It's a socialistic <laughs> here. I do think it's like, I absolutely, I think the reason I love zombie shows and also like end of the world shows, like there's that one, it's not a zombie show. It's got mm-hmm. um, Will Forte in it. It's called Last Man on Earth. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, that one's pretty funny. So I haven't I seen it, but I've heard of it. So I found out he wasn't the last man on Earth, right. and then I quit watching it. No. False advertising. Yeah. <laughs> well, he Sorry. was like the last man on Earth for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Literally True. 10 minutes. No, but, there was a first ma- or only man and only woman. He found, oh, he right. found, he found a female, right? No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So there was oh, a female yeah, human. He was the last yeah. man, right? I, was, I see. For a few episodes, and that's true. That was a great show, but that could that have was last. cool. But then you just like yeah, like, but it wouldn't that. Uh, what, where are they going to go? With that that would have gotten boring. It just becomes this tandy. No, I I think for sure you could have a multi uh, just seasonal uh, of just that. them too. Uh, yeah. Or just him by himself. Think of all of the cool stuff you can do in this world if no one else is there. I do like It'd that. It'd be like Tom Hanks and Castaway. Like, that was no, just yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, except no, that all he right. had to play with were, yeah. like, rocks and sand and sticks. Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're just here, like, you, you could... There's so much you could do, and I feel like if they explored that possibility... I think you're right. Yeah. Like, living in the White House yeah. and, like... <laughs> Like, you know, go go over and grab, like, priceless pieces of art and yeah. use them for toilet paper. Like, to have those capabilities. <laughs> Shoot, like, drive a car off a cliff and jump out at the last second. Totally. Like, do everything yeah. you've always wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, there's no hospitals. No, you jump out at the last second. That is, or, like, tight. push a car off a cliff. Okay. Like, just do whatever you want to do. That is- you could, like, rip the top off of the car and get one of those plastic bubble <laughs> things that you see people on the internet yeah. run into each other with. And, like, you just, like, break the car up to blow or to, like, keep going. And then you yeah. just jump out and like, I think roll on your bubble ball. They like, severely underestimate what we're willing to watch. <laughs> I right. know. Like we will, I will watch anything as long no, as the I person think, doing it is likable enough. I think yeah. that is. You're right. There's so many possibilities there, and they just cut it right at the knees. They yeah. didn't give him enough time yeah. to really breathe with his creativity it's of still things that you can do. It's still right. a good show. For sure. You know, or whatever, but I totally agree with that. And what my point was is that I love shows where, like, there's nobody around, and you can mm-hmm. just do whatever you want. And so that's why I think, like, the point of your show where it would, would be so fun. You can go anywhere and do anything that you want. Mm-hmm. I think the problem with that, though, is like travel. Like, how do you travel across the country? Horseback. All by yourself. Helicopter. Right. <laughs> there it goes. See, it that's a whole again. episode in itself. Him learning how to fly a helicopter. Yep, and then blowing through like five of them because he just doesn't get the hang of it. Yeah. Like, really, yeah. if he is the only person on Earth, all that gas that's already, I mean, he, it would last him the rest of his life. For, of right. course, yeah, right. forever. Well, I hard. mean, for like millions of years, practically. Right. 
And well, also, Jet fuel is like, deteriorating. Yeah, so. he could probably, like, not own. that there probably aren't already, like, solar-powered helicopters and ships like that. We just don't know. But, like, imagine stumbling upon Area 51 at the end of the world. <gasps> See, he could have gone there. That would have just been, like, that a cool been a episode. It could have been, like, three episodes for right. him just to try and get to, that to Area 51. That could have been a whole season. Yeah, And certainly. at the end of the season, he meets an alien, and then that's a whole other season. Right. Done. I mean, that would be funny. To be honest, be another great. person right. shouldn't even started until like they watched all of like the statistics of people watching and mm-hmm. as soon as that like started to wane off they should have introduced somebody else mm-hmm. right like uh, because there was so much he could do right there go yeah. go to area 51 and like his car breaks down so he has to find a horse Mm-hmm. So like you know, there's certain ways to get there with that being the entire. Do you feel like there's not even a full season with him being the last man on earth? Do you feel right. like I think one this show was never going to be that because it's like right. well, Forte was trying to be a comedy, uh-huh. but like if they did a serious show like that, kind of like um, that one with Will Smith where it was just him the entire time. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I am the legend. Dog. I am legend was good. Oh legend. my god, the dog devastating. Okay. Um, Devastating. Talk about the dog, but, <laughs> but a more serious show. Yeah. Maybe? Or you Definitely like the with comedy comedic bits part of in it. it. I don't think... All right, so I Am Legend, you can have a serious side of it. Mm-hmm. You have to have the uh, the like impending doom of like the other zombies or right. you know, those those characters in there to add that to it. If you're yeah. just alone, like I don't know about you, but if I'm just alone, shit's going to be kind of funny. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be doing <laughs> some stuff that like would would not be yeah. totally serious if I right. have like the full open reign of this planet to do what I want. Right. And yeah. I can go like test drive a clown car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See like, if you can fit in a clown car yeah, first of all. Yeah, totally. And no one's around but you can find that, you know, and, right. and see what it is. Like, that's gonna be a little bit funny by nature. Exactly. You know? Or like living in the president's room and but that's why i think like something that's a little bit more just funny by nature but not will forte just him in general Mm -hmm. like it's gonna be more of a yeah and so like they should have totally pushed that direction and Mm -hmm. just allowed the environment that he was in to play that other character yeah i think they could have gone a lot lot better with it yeah well when we decide (laughs) to put on a show <laughs> we're like, like, we have yeah. a solid minute. Don't tell me how long we're recording because I'm gonna get mad no matter what. Don't tell me. <laughs> we're not. This is not getting posted for like weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude. No, you know we've been we spent a whole lot of time nerding out. Tell us about your freaking business, man. Okay. Um. So both my wife and I are graphic artists. Ten. Uh, Hi, actually, ten. Hi, Finn. Hi, sweetheart. Hi. Um, <laughs> we met in school for graphic design. And we run a business called Neverboard where we do design and print, print houses, well as we have a retail space and a street art store. Mm-hmm. So we sell spray paint and stencils and Stents? uh yeah, different artists' <laughs> artwork. <laughs> I can't help it. Stents, yeah. She just abbreviates that's, everything. That's it's the- adorable. <laughs> that's So yeah, we wanted to be like uh, a space for like street artists to be able to come in and get everything that you need. So either your paint or posters to be able to post. Mm -hmm. Um, Sell wheat paste. Uh, Oh, right. That's where you put like, like when Indian Giver puts his. Yeah, he's a wheat paste artist. Mm -hmm. We sell that by the bucket load. I have my own wheat paste that we just launched just a, a few months ago cool. uh, called poster paste and Sick. it is a uh, it's a it's a shelf stable wheat paste which there isn't any oh really at this point in time oh. nice awesome. so i was i was able to um actually uh 
bring out my inner chemist and and develop a shelf stable. uh, So shelf stable means that it can like stay on the shelf. Yeah. So like (laughs) the traditional way we paste, if you think about it is it's wheat glue, which is like people have done it with flour, right? Like flour and water. Like paper mache. Yeah. 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 Like that. And that's traditional. So it doesn't Uh, keep. Of course not. Right. It's Mm. like, it's like a moldy bread. How long bread, like like wet moldy bread. Right. (laughs) Normally you get about two to three days out of it. Right. Right. Yeah. I've, I've gotten, uh, uh, nine to ten months out of oh, out wow. of mine. So, wow! Uh, Dang. Yeah, it's uh, I've been developing that for the past three years. You got a patent on that? I do. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah! That's really cool. So like part of, yeah. So thank you. That one's exciting. Patent and trademarked. Ooh. Um, Poster yeah. paste, baby. Jenga. We know the creator. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I uh, I developed that, and then um, and then we do large format printing. So right. like um, huge stuff. Huge, yeah. The printer. I didn't know stuff. printers look like that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, what? Can that? you give us like an arm's length of how big your printer is? We have one in house that's fifty four inch, and then one Whoa. Is sixty. So we have sixty inch. That's but like dope. It, it depends. It can it can. We can we can go bigger. My main goal with starting this company initially was I wanted to be able to take an image and then put it onto any surface. Mm-hmm. Right. So like I wanted to be able to like if you had a wall or carpet or tile or doesn't matter. I was just looking to be able to oh, have right. an image on yeah. that surface. Mm-hmm. So that's what I ended up doing. We can do that. And we work with a, a lot of times we'll work uh, business to business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's. We, we like to help smaller businesses, smaller to medium businesses, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get started and promoting themselves. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of internet work, building websites, as well as we'll do things like decals and shirts and mm-hmm. hats, any kind of promotional materials right. as well. So that's the, the, the fun stuff. We've been building that and we're, we're artists by trade. So right. we like to think of ourselves as artists first mm-hmm. and printers yeah. second. So that's really what I've, you know, I was, I was a sign shop kid growing up and I used to work in a number of different sign shops and typically it's a little bit more industrial right feeling. and uh, for me I like to find businesses that I care about like your guys is mm-hmm. and um, and be able to see how we can help you guys yeah. and things of that sort. I love that so, stuff cool and then this area just kind of naturally like we we were drawn to it because we've been watching it grow mm-hmm. and uh, we've worked with the probably the majority of businesses up and down this block in one way or another. Oh yeah. Either either by internet or yeah. stickers or banners or what everybody or... knows you guys. Right. Do they? Like well yeah, like when we came here we're like, oh someone's something and they're like like if we mentioned Neverboard, they're like, Oh yeah. Hmm. Or we're like, oh, something, something, something. They're like, oh, have you talked to Neverboard? You know, it's yeah. like you guys are... We've got a love for this place. We, yeah. we just have. And, and watching it grow and change has been one of the coolest things mm-hmm. ever. Because it was, it was a little shady here in the beginnings of our stay. Right. Mm-hmm. And just watching it, new businesses come in and regular people on the street. Right, just running yeah. into people. Like yeah. we ran into you. We were going to Southpaw. Well, Logan that's kind of cheating. I. You parked in front of my shop. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we were actually going to go park somewhere else. But I'm like, oh, there's John. <laughs> hey. I'm like, let's say hi to John. But but still, it's just like running into people, right? Like totally. on the street. Yeah. Seeing, like even just when I'm driving here, sometimes I just see you like going into your shop. And I'm like, oh, you know. Yeah, there's a cool little community in that aspect, man. a cool mm-hmm. business community. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Such a small, like kind of tight knit, but 
cool. Accepting. So like a new business comes in and it's like everybody's like, yeah, cool. I'm got, like, what spot did you get? Exactly. Did you get a did yeah. you get a cool spot? Are we gonna have this open or right. this open? Yeah, yeah. You know, like and then go in there and figure out how you can support them. Yeah, totally. And right. there's there's a, a lot of that of people that are looking that direction, and it's nice. It's really cool. One of the things that I really like is that there's. This area has kind of like an experimental feel to it. Yeah. Like although I have seen a lot of businesses come in and out of Del Paso Boulevard, right. I have seen businesses do some things that I've never known mm-hmm. a business to do. Right. Yeah. You know, because I, I have seen quite a few experiments and I'm definitely guilty of that. Like I've pushed right. some ideas up and down this <laughs> block that are like, like I've never like right now. My one of the things that I'm trying to do is I want to have frisbee golf uh, goals like up and down the middle of the street. <laughs> yes. So stop. Get, yes. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> no, stop means good. Like keep uh, going. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's one of the things that I'm really trying to push for. I I need about three thousand dollars. So if anyone's like <laughs> anyone wants to donate, this, yeah. If you love yeah. frisbee golf. Off, hit up John we and never get like a nine course whole like nine hole course going like in the middle of like this this street so what you play it like when you close the street down no just no. play it whenever I'll leave that up to the play the, the, the <laughs> obstacles are vehicles yeah it'll be kind of like like a moving target you know but like stuff moves around the target if I run over a frisbee player <laughs> well that's on you yeah we driving down the street so fast but you know this is a business corridor yeah what the heck? Probably <laughs> slow down a little bit, Sheila. Yeah. Come on now. That would be so fun. That's it. Just to put like, and I brought it up to Daniel actually. I'm like, hey man, I know this case <laughs> sound a little out there, but like, I need like thirty four hundred dollars to get nine professional frisbee golf holes so that I could just stack them up and down the street. Yeah. Well, and then he looks at it like, like, okay, well, are you gonna put that on city property? How are you gonna make this happen? And mm-hmm. like, but we have enough. Like small businesses and property owners. Oh right, here. you just be like, I could find, I could find nine of those. Right. Yeah. And so I'm gonna just go like knock, yeah. knock Kong's door and be like, hey man, I want to throw a, like I want to throw one of these on your property. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. Let's, let's just uh, put a put a frisbee <laughs> golf hole here. You got to right. go over the roof from another business to totally. Hit the hole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's gonna be. You'd have to do it very creatively. However, it's you're like make a it pro happen. pro. And try not situation. to break car windows in the right. process. <laughs> Are heavy enough, I was I like, think. can you? Some can be, yeah. Some I mean, depending depending on the frisbee. Well, then you're yeah. going to have to work on your game a little bit. That's true. Yeah. I do agree with you, though. I mean, we haven't been here very long, but, you know, just getting to know a lot of people on the boulevard is like, this is a place that you can experiment and do stuff. You know, it's like other places are so expensive, you know, renting a place in Midtown or whatever. But here it's like also because we want it so bad. We want people to come out here. You know yeah, and it's a, it's a little weird. Not gonna lie, it like, is a little there weird. It is a little weird, but uh, it's like in a good way. I totally. think. Yeah. You know, it's like sometimes, and I don't want to like say like this be a negative thing, but sometimes I've been like feeling in Midtown when I go there, it's so basic. You know, it's like it feels so basic, and I don't want to say that like as like a white girl term where it's like. But it feels that way. It's like, are you guys doing anything original out here? Like, it's the same old thing. It's like copy printed. All the salons mm-hmm. look the same. All the coffee shops look the same. It's just like the same old thing. And out here, it's so unique. It's so unique and yeah, weird. I want it. Really I like the weird. I want the weird. I mean, we obviously are the weird. Like, yeah. I feel like our group here, you know, where our salon doesn't look like any salon you'll ever go into. The group of people that we have here are just a bunch of weirdos that we love. And that's what I love about this area. 
Yeah, it's is, definitely unique. It I was going to say, that's why I love the Frisbee golf idea, because it's just weird enough. I've right. never seen it before. Right. I would be urban dangerous frisbee golf. city planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would probably push into those. But mm-hmm. yeah, urban Frisbee golf, for sure. <laughs> 100%. It should be a thing. And if you dropped onto this boulevard, and all you did was you saw just like a lone Frisbee golf hole. Right. In the middle of the street. You would definitely have to go find the you're other like, what's eight. what's happening? Yeah. In which case, you're getting feet on the ground and that's yeah. conquering you know and you're that's seeing other business right? mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah one so, is like in the middle of shift coffee <laughs> right and you know if you saw it you're like all right where's this hole so i need to go find where it started yeah right. mm-hmm. and then you're going oh this is hole number four that means there's more right and you right. gotta go hunt those down point, John. meanwhile you're walking next to you know the different businesses that are mm-hmm. up and down the street mm-hmm. i would also argue mini golf mini golf could be a thing <laughs> Because, like, to- historic stuff and mini golf kind of go hand in hand. I yeah. swear down next to where the ice rink is, I swear they, it looks like, by the way the land is, looks like they were trying to put a mini golf place there at one point. Are you Fuck talking it. about Do uh, it. the, uh, go with those F-bombs again. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Are, are you talking about the place that Tommy Young was doing? I think so. Yeah, he he was doing some really experimental things. That that was, like, right around the corner from my house. So yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, that. Was there a that was the launch pad. Here? What he was yeah, the to, launch so he, pad. Yeah, he was yeah. doing a number of different ideas in that space, mm-hmm. working with different like sustainability ideas, and like it was really and, and it was a piece of city property. Mm-hmm. We threw a party there once with wide open walls. Mm-hmm. That was fun to be involved in. But yeah, having a, having places where you can experiment like that that would be good. Would be the golf course miniature golf course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i used to I, I had a thing set up at uh the first place that we got into here it was an old gas station that was abandoned for about 20 years boarded up windows and we just uh went in and fixed it up dope uh turned it into a shop i remember that one yeah that one was uh very stressful but a fun thing to do and a lot of experimentation on like different shows and we had we had like a art garden out front with a bunch of different artists and we had open source graffiti wall uh, with graffiti for good where you could just come in and and paint the wall we also found a, a place uh, I think it was off of Madison. It was a bowling alley that was going under. So, oh, I'm sorry. They weren't going under. They were uh, resurfacing their lanes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we picked up a bunch of bowling lanes. And I, I set up a bowling lane <laughs> in, in that building. So I had the boulevard. The boulevard. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, nice. That's, that's so, so good. cool. It was fun. It was fun drinking drinking games. Right, like right. It was good. That's yeah. fun. Oh my god. That's Little the kind of stuff like that, that we like. I love stuff like that. That's what's going to get us through. Well, and I think that is a thing too. You know, we it's a small little strip, right. and if we just have a bunch of weird things, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Weird gets people interested, bring, and it's just like so much cooler and so much more fun than just being basic yeah i mean if you think about it like the most successful tv show one of the most successful animated tv shows here in america is rick and morty Mm -hmm. weird as hell Mm -hmm. super weird and they've done tons of pop-ups and like partnerships with different brands and things like that so like like weird gets people into places well i also feel like i always like hashtag this on our salon post but i feel like we're like the land of misfit toys i feel Mm -hmm. that way a little bit about the boulevard yeah yeah you know, it's kind of the land of misfit toys. It's like, you know, Can't you come here feeling. for a freaking reason. Right. 
And a lot of the stuff heart, wouldn't work in Midtown. Right. And it's so good. It's so a really I think, good metaphor. I think a little bit of the reasoning, you have to have true grit to, have, to be in right. this area. Right. Especially right. to start a business out here. Right. You just do. Like to start a business in general, you normally have to have some grit about you. But to do it out here, we're traditionally by Sacramento standards that off area. Right. You know, I was, uh, when I first started looking into this area and people and talking to other people about it, it was like, don't go down there. Mm-hmm. Sort a deal I had this like and what's weird is you kept I kept getting running into the same story that someone was talking about is that long time ago something happened where yes. someone got stabbed out here and like you probably heard that story too in like the early 90s or something like that and that story just kept getting right. like what's that game telephone right yeah, and, yeah. Just got and it got bigger and bigger on, yeah yeah totally yeah. and it's like i'm from stockton like that happened <laughs> on my street like i don't know every other month or right. something like that right, like, right. If, yeah. if that happened one time during the 90s <laughs> like i think i'm good it's <laughs> And so I mean, true. Like I, there's just something about this area that, like, like you just grew up in a different area. Things are like different here. Different doesn't mean Bad. anything, right? It's like just like if if you've grown up in an area and it's different than another area, it's just how that area operates. Most like, definitely. And everyone here is so freaking kind. And yeah. I've you know never experienced really sh- anything bad. Kind of funny. Kind of weird. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right. But like bad, never. No. No. Never. Uh, but you'll you'll find some people who like find this like i've i've brought friends out here that Mm -hmm. have grown up in sacramento their entire life and you drop them off for that little weird left hand turn off the 160 right there Uh and their eyes just like where am i yeah (laughs) yeah exactly like like i've never been over in this area Mm -hmm. well Uh, that's so i was like that when we logan brought me over here the first time i was mm -hmm. like wait where are we yeah. Like literally had never been over here. Mm-hmm. Grew up my whole life in Sacramento. Right, but then yeah. you look at like the the buildings and you know the 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 kind of structure of the yes. businesses and, and stuff amazing. like that, and it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's so beautiful. Yep. It, yeah. There's there's actual. Well, that's kind of like what we were talking about is like the history that's that's here as well as like it's it's not like historic Route 40. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Del Paso Boulevard is historic Route 40. Mm-hmm. That doesn't nor that 160 right there right uh cut off the right. the area right. from any kind of commerce that was coming through right. here accidentally i kind of equate it to like have you seen the movie cars mm. yeah, oh, yeah exactly radiator cars. springs dude. radiator yeah. springs for mm-hmm. sure that's exactly yeah, route 66. what it is it is it's that mm-hmm. route 66 but it's historic route 40 yeah and that was essentially it they put the bypass in of the 160 right there and it 100 and it's still even the same look and feel like the I old know. neon yeah. sign yeah yeah. Right? I watch that movie. I get a little teared what? up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, tired. When he brings the neon back, it's like, oh, I know. oh that's dope. Honestly, right. when, I yeah, went, right. when I went to uh, California Adventures mm-hmm. and I like first turned that corner into Radiator Springs, I literally stopped and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> We're in Radiator Springs. Is this yeah. Still like, Boulevard? That, because like, Radiator Springs at, at Disney, have you been there? It is well done. It's like literally hurts me. It's so perfect <laughs> and beautiful. I want to live there. But that's the perfect... You comparison literally because like this street does have so much history and there are so many other cool places in sacramento where it's like oh there's history but like this is history and yeah this is old sacramento before old sacramento was old sacramento and it's not like we're not trying to be horse and buggy this was the first like street in and out of sacramento Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. first stoplight is three down from this building yeah Mm -hmm. in sacramento yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's got history it's got some serious history yeah it's amazing for 
that、mm-hmm. for people to not understand what it is is like kind of it's a part、bummer. of me wants to be like go out and preach the gospel of it.、Yeah. Part of me just wants to go <laughs> Keep like it for yourself. This place is cool. If you find this hidden secret、right. of、mm-hmm. this area,、mm-hmm. then you deserve to find it. Well, But、okay. if not,、yeah. like I'm not like I, I don't need to tell you. It's like finding that really、yeah. perfect cove at a beach. Yeah, yeah. we want it, people here to appreciate it. We don't want people to, here to gentrify it. Well, and that's what I think is like you know with it with our salon or whatever. You know, there's、mm-hmm. lots of hairstylists out there and hairstylists that I may know or whatever.、Uh-huh. But I'm like, if you know it's here, you know where it is, you know what mo- the salon looks like. If If you want to work here, cool. But、yeah. I'm not trying to talk anybody into it because it's like this is a unique place that's not for、it's、every single person. It's that diamond in the rough, and、yeah. I don't want to spend time defending it because、yeah. I know how dope it is.、Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like listen to the podcast, go to the other businesses, like see how cool this place is, learn the history,、mm-hmm. know where this place came from, and then appreciate like appreciate it for what it is and like what it's become. So、right. true. I mean, when I first. Before I even moved here, my dad had a gallery where the Sac Youth Center is,、mm-hmm. and that's、oh, where that's I、cool. first that's where I first met John. Yeah, I met yeah. you there. Actually,、yeah. I I think that was right after before the Taco Festival or after the Taco Festival. I think it was right before. Yeah, because we were going to you were working. I think I was working the Taco Festival, running the little booth we had for water or yeah, selling、right. or giving away or selling water and、uh, lemonade and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That was before I moved here, and then、uh, probably six seven months later, I ended up moving into that building over there. So、yeah. well, I think I think it's grown. So much like, though, totally. Isn't it cool? Yeah. Like to see it from the beginnings of that,、mm-hmm. and to like see these businesses as they start and、right. like and like move in, and you're、mm-hmm. like, that place is activated now, and it was absolutely nothing before.、Mm-hmm. Well, it's really thing, cool. Like, to see. like even like with us, like、uh, me and Logan as、mm-hmm. Salon Sierra, it's like we the salon's only been open for a little over a year, and it took us just a few weeks to realize how amazing this place was. Right. You know、mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Logan had an idea. He was like, this place is so cool. He loved the look of it, the kind of old school vibe of it. But we didn't really understand what was out here、right. until we were only here for a few weeks, and now we're like. So diehard old North Sacramento、mm-hmm. uptown boulevard people. Yeah, about you know, yeah, right. Look, <laughs> like, whenever I want to bring people into the town, I'm like, just come to King Kong. Like,、right. it's convenient because I can walk there and I don't have to drive into Midtown. But it's also like King Kong is way cooler than any other、yeah. place I've been in、right. Midtown, and I don't、right. really like the club scene anyway. Right. So win win. So I'll tell you a quick little anecdote about、okay. about this place and like kind of how special it is. I had an artist in from Paris. He、lived、mm-hmm. in Paris, and like I don't know about you, but I've never been to Paris.、Mm-hmm. That wasn't the question, the answer to my question. <laughs> Um, it seems like a very exotic place, right? Right. But it definitely, yeah. To live there, yeah. You're like you're from Paris. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's just one of those things. He came here. He came. We had him in, and he was he was、uh, painting a wall downtown. But、mm-hmm. I I brought him into this hood, and his eyes got like the size、right. of I don't know five <laughs> inches tall.、Uh-huh. And he's like looking at these buildings, and he's a street artist. So like for、right. him, like hitting a something that looks like the Americana、right. feel of、totally. these buildings. Yeah. Was, Like、mm. a huge deal,、mm, right. and like he he came down here because apparently Americana is huge there.、Mm-hmm. That classic、right. Little Joe's Diner feel,、right. mm. like that the black and white checker feel yeah, of places.、Totally. Like that's what they look for. The strip.、Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, can't you see like up and down Del Paso、yes. Boulevard? Isn't that just like where you would be with your best gal and <laughs> your like like on, on a Friday night on the strip、milkshake. in the nineteen fifties? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yep. That's that's what、yes. it would be.、Mm-hmm. Um, And like that's what they really like over there. And、mm-hmm. when you come over this direction, that nostalgia just smacks you in the face. Right. And he he was pumped. 
Right. He like got out and he's like, I, you know, downtown was okay, but this place is awesome. It's <laughs> oh, like, that's yeah, so all right. cool. That's, that's what it is. So People from Paris like us. Yeah. <laughs> Patty. Just to give us a little notch up. And, I like yeah, that. Yeah, a hair flip. I'll hair mm-hmm. flip over that. <laughs> but that's why I think the podcast is just what we try to do. Mm-hmm. It's just to let people know. So like if someone doesn't know this area, it's just, just listen to a few episodes of the podcast. Right. Like literally all we do is talk about the boulevard and how cool it is and all the cool stuff that's happening, you yeah. know, because yeah. I think that's just what this area needs. And like, I'm only been here for a year and a half. So I know I'm like bright eyed and bushy tailed. Mm-hmm. I just think that what an area needs is for people to not only like, you know, be here, but like care about it. Right. Like business right. owners, the passion, the love, property owners, they need to care about the community. And mm-hmm. if you're just involved in it, if you're just here, you keep, you tell three people, they tell a few people, people come here, mm-hmm. you know, community, quality, and creativity. That's 100%. what I'm saying. That's, I mean, it's my... authentic here. Right, right. It is. And one thing that I do like about how it's been moving lately is that it has been been moving within the past years like before we had the executive director in that space that we do mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Uh, it's it sat very stagnant for, right for mm-hmm. a, a very long time mm-hmm. but opening it up for the art scene and that's something that yeah. that i've been really happy to be involved in and pushing yes. in this area is like the fact that the art Mm-hmm. is accepted it's and so that people big. it's so huge it and that it's art's huge yeah public art is oh my god like it's it's you were actually asking me about that scarcity we bear the teeth mural mm-hmm. and it not being there mm-hmm. and that's kind of what happened with that was like there was a lot of people who loved that mural mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. also some people who didn't like mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and because it from what i heard is that it deemed the area to be scarce or have scarcity and to to have that i see the opposite of that though it's more totally. in, yeah, in hard down. times we buckle down and move the hell forward sure, and, and definitely like a we look out for each other mm. kind of thing yeah i i see that side of it too mm-hmm. i i think that that's there but i did also hear the other side mm-hmm. of, of it and ultimately what it does in public art or, or murals in particular is the owner of that property depending on their contract sometimes there's a contract involved mm-hmm. where they have to keep it a certain amount of time mm-hmm. but more or less, the owner of the property gets to dictate what mm-hmm. is on that wall and what's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, with that one, the owner just decided to get rid of it. He mm-hmm. got enough pressure from whoever was sitting on the board at that point in time mm-hmm. to like, hey, we want to not say that there's scarcity in this area. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's just kind of how that goes. But what's also nice about murals in those instances is if you take them as being the ephemeral medium that they are, mm-hmm. is not lasting a long time, then when you go down the street and you see these different murals up on the walls, is that knowing that they're not going to be like that for very long. Right. Mm-hmm. They could get graffitied or they could be removed. Mm-hmm. They can be buffed. There's different ways that it is. So it's like, right. for me, looking at it, it very much puts me more into the moment as I see them. Right. Um, just to kind of, hey, this thing may not look like this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Somebody may walk by with a with a couple spray cans and just go right up over the top of it and it's going to change. Yeah. Or I the city such, may step yeah, in and buff over the top That's such a good point it. because it's like, you know, there's a lot of pieces of art that's it's a print or it's an actual piece of art on a thing mm-hmm. that, you know, can last forever. You can always see it. Mm-hmm. Right. But something, you know, street art, it's like it could get covered up and then that's it. 
It's yep. gone. It's gone. I think that's also a really good metaphor for the boulevard in general, though, especially because as we find ourselves kind of a melting pot and kind of like a cool, like experimental space, as you put it, like we are constantly changing, constantly in flux. Like the businesses that are here are also constantly independently in flux and changing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool to even just the time that I've been here, like new businesses have come in, like old businesses have changed up some things. So it's, it's really, really cool to see the boulevard yeah. kind of like as this living, breathing being. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like that. I think when you get enough people that actually care about it mm-hmm. and get involved, it just right. kind of snowballs and grows and it gets, really does comes this monstrosity. Yeah, of something totally. Beautiful. It's, right. re- it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And for me, we've just been pushing that art side. Mm-hmm. So we've been pushing our business as well. But that uh, that ephemeral thing of it is just like it. Yeah, it works like that on a business level as well as an art level. Yeah. Uh, I recently I got to do business with a world-renowned street art photographer, Jim Prigoff. I don't know if you're familiar with him or who he was. Mm -mm. Rest in peace. Um, He was, uh, his claim to fame was he had, if you look at his wiki page, it says that he was the most prolific street art and mural photographer. Yeah, I remember seeing that. In the world. He's, he, uh, over a hundred thousand slides. Whoa. He, um... He photographed graffiti from its original 1970s or 60s even with cornbread. Uh, but like in New York, uh, he watched that whole scene. He wrote the book called Spray Can Art, mm-hmm. which is considered to be wow. a graffiti uh bible do you sell the, do you sell the book at your spot or no i don't have any copies i want to part with gotcha. at this point. <laughs> that gotcha. would be a great coffee table piece but i have i do have a, a couple of actually i have and so i got to do work with him we were producing some of his pieces mm-hmm. uh printing his pieces and he like as soon as we were going to launch this book so he did spray can art and he just told me this thing of like he wanted to call it and that that was in the 80s he wanted to call it aerosol art Mm -hmm. but at the time the publisher had the rights to name this book and they said nobody knows what aerosol is right so we're gonna call it spray can art boom we're the publisher we get to at least they pulled it from the contract this is what it's going to be named yeah we're gonna name it spray can art everybody in the 80s knew what spray cans were that's just that's just what it was so for him i wanted to go okay i want to make aerosol art then Mm -hmm. if that if you know if it's never been made and jim he was 93 at the time when we had this conversation if 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 you wanted to make spray or if you wanted to make aerosol art i want to help make aerosol art with you because that Mm -hmm. sounds amazing right and so we like went through his slides and we, we we started making I think we have uh, 57 of them that we did prints and mm-hmm. then we did some signed pieces but they're all pieces of graffiti or murals throughout the years and there's something about them that is like this timeless mm-hmm. once you capture them in film mm-hmm. uh, just like that right, right. just like right. that she has a, a, a photograph of a mural on her wall which no longer that. exists yeah that no sad. longer exists um so but he was doing things like photographing Keith Haring. So we have like a couple Keith Haring's. We've got a Futura 2000. And like he photographed Futura's work. I don't know if you're familiar with the, him. But he's humongous. Along with Taki 183 and mm-hmm. Cornbread. These are all the original graffiti writers out of New York. And Cornbread's out of Philadelphia. But he photographed their work. And it was just brilliant to be able to talk to someone. Yeah. Who like, photo- who, who built their 
career and their namesake around like these ephemeral things mm -hmm. that don't last and right. like but he's he's basically documenting these right things. like this t moment in time yes yep. yeah what and, a cool thing to be a part of oh man it, it was amazing like i i got little geek eyes when yeah I, when I, like, <laughs> started talking with him and and like it's like you're Jim Prigoff. You've been doing this and that. Right. And in certain circles, like, he functions almost as, like, a god. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, him, uh, Martha Cooper, Henry Chalfont, they are, like, the graffiti and mural photographers on the planet. They started it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what it is out of, out of New York. And they basically uh, helped spur the entire movement of graffiti art mm -hmm. and mural art. But with that, it becomes, like, this really cool thing to have it it was we had really cool conversations about like the long-term things and and uh goals of yeah. like what and and what does it mean to document these things like he had it down to where he had some of the best graffiti writers in the world would do like these they would do these handball courts mm -hmm. in new york and they they would do them and they would call them out there so as soon as they're finished he could take the picture and then they'd buff over the top of it, paint right up over the top of it so that his photograph could oh, be like the, the only one. existing yeah. photograph of, of That's that pretty particular cool. piece. Oh, yeah. wow. So it was, yeah, like it goes deep. It's, it's, really, it's really cool to see, like to hear those stories from him. I mean, it was, we also with uh, Graffiti for Good, the nonprofit that I have, we videoed he would do these these talks and he did he did the history of graffiti we got to record that which which was actually his his uh last his last talk about it and oh, so wow. it was like this really kind of amazing thing to be a part of mm -hmm. have you guys put that uh, out to the public have yet? not yet oh my god it hasn't been released i've i've Put out some snippets right. of it because they were too whole, too too uh, hard to hold back. But no, the full the full thing hasn't been released. It, it was it's it's amazing. It makes me actually really happy to think that I was able to capture some mm -hmm. of like that guy's genius because mm -hmm. like it's it's really right. cool. You know when you meet somebody who is like really at the top of their craft, right? And like they like they have just that kind of it's who they are. It's what they do. And they're a master at it. I don't mm -hmm. know. They're, they're but they're also like a cool, humble person. Most of them are, for, at least within the graffiti and street art world. And I have, I've met and I've dealt and painted with some mm -hmm. of the best. And most of the ones that are the best in the world are normally cool chill-ass human yeah. beings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're the ones that like find a lot of people who are like graffiti art that's like this little click that that like right you know these these little kids with masks are running around you got to be in their gang and stuff like that it's not like that no i mean and most of the time like if you're somebody who uh who began the movement or in the movement like i was able to talk with cornbread cornbread is the first graffiti writer to be arrested 1965 he was arrested uh for graffiti Dang. out of philadelphia so a lot of people look at like taki 183 out of new york uh, as being like the first graffiti writer, he was the first one to he was the first one to really get famous was was Taki. Mm -hmm. But Cornbread, even Taki will say that Cornbread was the original mm -hmm. influence graffiti writer. I got to do a one hour like conversation with him during COVID mm -hmm. over the internet, and we like just talked. And he's like, 
And, you know, I was asking him questions, maybe not about specifically just graffiti, because I want to know more than that yeah. when you talk to somebody. Like, right. what makes them tick? Right. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Right. <laughs> those things. I want to know what Cornbread's favorite breakfast right. cereal is. So those are the questions I was asking were those ones. And so it was a really good conversation. And he was just very kind. And, like, you know, I'm sitting there going, like, dude, you started... Basically, every kind of graffiti that's out there is like it's in one way or another mimicking him. Right. Mm -hmm. Because he wrote it all over his town. Right. Everywhere in Philadelphia, like Cornbread went out and got up as much as possible. And that's what he, in my opinion, that's what he. So like humans have been writing on walls throughout like our entire existence. Mm -hmm. But he was the first one to go, not only am I going to write on walls, but I'm going to write it everywhere. Yeah. Right. He wrote it on the Michael Jackson uh, on on the Jackson Five's airplane when they came when they came into town. He <laughs> oh wrote, my god! He, he went to the Philadelphia Zoo and he wrote it on an elephant <laughs> and all over the zoo. Like that's one of the things he was known for was writing it on an elephant. Oh my god! <laughs> he cornbread was here on the side of an elephant. He was like and so like getting up and like as much as possible. That's a cornbread invention. Right. So all right. the kids who are sitting there like trying to like go okay like. I'm going to be this new graffiti writer and get my name everywhere. Well, you're still right. You're, you're still doing cornbread. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just what it is. That's so. Sorry. There's that tangent that I said earlier. I was no, we're like, loving it. Trying to bring it full circle back. It's right. like, it's still all is very ephemeral and it, it changes. Right. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Um, and I do, I think the, the art scene here is, it's needed right. and it's, it's awesome. Like, you know, it's like, it, I think people want it here. It's like art. I mean, like everybody knows it, right? Yeah. It makes places better. It makes places look better. Mm-hmm. I mean, j- just our mural that we got from Allison. Oh yeah. You got, Bam Cat. We got a Bam Cat. We got a Bam Cat. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I'm like her biggest fan up. now. Uh, it's good to write. She's you know, it really just so changes cool. our whole vibe, mm-hmm. you know, and it's art just does that. And so I love the art scene out here. The boulevard is the place for it, but truly anyway, thank you so much for coming in. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally me. have to end this episode, even though <laughs> I feel like we're probably going to get off the air and John's going to be here for another two hours. 10. Right. Gonna, right. <laughs> If y'all want to know more about like Neverboard and Graffiti for Good, like go listen to 10's episode. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. She was like two or something. She was early. She right, was early. right. She was I early, say early. exactly which one because I was want the very, listeners to go back Because this is episode 20. Yeah. <laughs> listen to all the episodes. She was very But early. go back and listen to 10's episode yeah. to get more deets on the biz right, and whatnot. Right, right, but right. thank you so much. I know, John, you're amazing. Um, thank you so much. Because I, I not only appreciate that, obviously, you're like a business owner on the boulevard. You love it here you appreciate it for everything that it's that you know it should be appreciated for but also you're just a big old dork which we oh, thanks we, clearly, <laughs> clearly you vibe with the yeah, other dorks we, like, in the room we really love to bring dorks yeah in. can you just give us a timestamp, sheila how long have we been recording for two hours and four minutes oh. longest to oh. date my friend congratulations yes another record so broken. thank you so much for, <laughs> for geeking out with us talking at length about zombies we love it thank so, you for thank having you john me. yeah that really got us places that last question <laughs> <laughs> So, Sierra, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram at Sector 7 Salon, at Blue Blocks Podcast, and at Del Paso Boulevard. And they can find us online at DPB... 
Partnership. Partnership.com. Oh, I'm not even reading anything, oh, you yeah. guys. And Sector7Salon.com. Um, don't be afraid to hashtag keep it authentic and keep your blocks blue. Love it. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, you guys. I'm so Bye. damn good. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was off the top of your head. That too. was, oh, when you say it enough times, you know. Hi, everyone. It's your host, Sierra. I am actually editing the podcast right now, the one that you just finished listening to. It is 4.35 p.m. on November 30th, 2021. And I, <laughs> my co-hosts are so funny. So when we were recording this past episode, I took a bathroom break. And <laughs> so Sheila started it, but then Jonathan hopped in and you can actually hear me come back in at the end. And it's just a funny little clip like behind the scenes. I thought it was super adorable. And we don't really post that much behind the scenes stuff. So here you go. Enjoy the treat. Love you. Talk to you soon. Sierra, hi, this is Sheila. Um, this is your fault. You had to go to the bathroom and everyone left me. I'm just in here by myself talking to myself. So I thought I'd come on here and talk some shit to you just because I love you. Um... So that's all I wanted to say. And like, I wanted to tell you that like, I super love. <laughs> Jonathan just came back in. <laughs> I didn't pause it. And because Sierra has to edit it, I was saying things to her. <laughs> Hi, Sierra. How you doing? Totally. That's what I was doing. I was like, hey, Sierra. Um, because I was just in here by myself. I didn't want to pause it. I don't know why. Sierra <laughs> is automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky, fresh, banana, so banana, it's just make I do my best. It definitely, the words start to, you know, like. The, Meld together. Yeah, like what I know, it like it in it and then to nothing. <clears throat> Okay. okay. Workshop it. <laughs> I can't believe it's 3:46. I know. Mm-hmm.